Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, hello, listener. You private parter. Hi, it's me, Jamie, obviously. Um, so I, I've got a big favor to ask. Now, I don't think I normally ask for favors. Maybe I do ask. I ask you to subscribe sometimes, but this is this is like the biggest favor of all because... Not only have we been nominated for Best Entertainment Podcast 2019 at the Podcast Awards, hell yeah, uh, there's also another award we can win, but it's up to you. So it's called the Listener's Award, um, Listener's Choice Award, which basically means that it's up to the listeners of all podcasts to go onto the website and actually vote for their favorite podcast. So can you please, pretty please, it would mean the absolute world if you went and did it for our podcast, Private Parts. Very simple. You just got to go on, click on the link. Uh, we're going to leave the link in the description below, so you can click on it there. Uh, it takes you straight to the website. Type in our podcast, Private Parts, and, and vote for it. It means we might win, and that means if we win, you win, because you're part of the fam. You're part of the gang, Private Parter. Um, that's about it. Um, just, yeah, go and do it. It'll mean the world. I love you. When you were... Uh Younger. What was your bedroom like? Well, I had many bedrooms. What in in one house? No, no. Over the years. I had well, what bedrooms. was your what was your favorite bedroom out of all the bedrooms? Oh, I had one bedroom which was uh, which was quite big. It had a um, and I and I had a big uh, cowhide rug on the floor with a with a nice armchair where I read my book. <laughs> you read your book in, in an armchair. Yeah. When was it, like the nineteen fifties? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you know, it was just after the war. And, uh, yeah, so. Hey, the reason why I say it is because Brennan Reese, the lovely man. You keep calling him Brendan. No, Brennan. You just called him Brendan. No, I said Brennan. I never said Brendan. You said Brendan Reese. His name's Bre- Brennan. <laughs> Bren- I know it's Brennan. Brennan, like, uh, like, um, who's that guy called Brennan? Brennan Reese. Isn't there a, a sprinter called Brennan? I don't know, maybe. But I tell you what, Brennan Reese is a lovely, lovely, lovely man. Um, a comedian, Mancunian, uncle, as he says on his Instagram. We professional had him, uncle. Professional uncle. We had him on the podcast today, and 
I think, one of the funniest podcasts we've had in a while. very funny. He is such a funny guy. He's on tour. You can go and get tickets. You guys are going to freaking love this one. If you like this podcast... Go check out his tour. Go check out his tour. Also, uh, you know, stick right to the end of part two because he says one of the funniest stories I've heard. Don't skip to it now. Just just listen to the whole thing. But please remember to subscribe, comment, give us a five-star review. Um, subs- you can ask for fan mail again. Yeah, I'm going to. Subscribe, guys. We love the subscription. Follow us on Instagram. At if you send us podcast. a letter, we'll read it out on the podcast. <clears throat> that's the whole answer point. Answer your problems. Yeah, that's the whole point of the... We'll answer your problems. We won't necessarily fix them. That's the whole point of the fan mail, Francis, that we're, just, we're actually just wanting to receive it so we can read it out on the show. You basically have never received any fan mail, so you want, you want a taste of that. <laughs> when did that you sweet, receive... sweet, fan mail. When did you receive some fan mail? Uh, when I went on my book tour, I got a lot of fan mail. That's quite nice. <laughs> uh, please, if you want to send us some fan mail, send it to 79 to 81 Borough Road, S-E-1-1-D-N, and title it Private Parts or Jamie and Francis. Or Francis. Or Jamie, whatever it is. Um, hey, also to you private parters, you freaking gang, you homies, you cool people out there who listen to us every single week. Thank you so much. For- and thanks to all the people who've been tweeting on Twitter about, yeah. about the podcast. Um, saying that you, that you love it. And then this one guy um, uh, was saying that he, he nearly injured himself in the gym from laughing too much. Just all of you guys... So, who- don't, so be careful lifting heavy equipment, operating heavy machinery, um, because it is uh, a health hazard. Just to all of you guys out there who constantly support us, we, we really love you, we appreciate it every single week, so we hope we keep making you laugh, as we always do. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Brandon, Brandon Reese. Do you know what I've worked out? Um, Do you know what I've worked out? The, your mass equation from GCSE? No, I, no, I haven't worked that out. I've worked out what my favourite colour is. <laughs> Try and guess. Um, pink? No, 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 not pink. Um, I don't know. What? Baby blue? No, sunset orange. Oh, really? Yeah, love it. Love Wait, it. What, I, this colour? Hold on. No, that's purple. Oh, no, no, no. No, not that. Sunset orange. Do you like sunset orange, Brennan? I think it's all right. My favourite's just standard yellow. What? Ah. Oh, but what? no, this is more camel. That, that's, I'd say that's a deep mustard. Why? Who, who the hell likes yellow? Me. What? Why? Why do you like the colour yellow? He can't attack people for their favourite colours. Yeah, I can. Watch me. Why do you like yellow? Because it's nice, isn't it? It's just bright. Like, sunset orange just sounds... A bit too much, doesn't it? Poncy. Just orange. Just say orange. No, no, no. Sunset orange. Why, though? Well, because... Do you know why? I was gazing across the water last night on a lovely... Which water? The serpentine. <laughs> and I was gazing across it, and there was a sunset. And the sunset was blazing across... No, but yesterday, it wasn't... It was overcast yesterday. Maybe it wasn't yesterday. Maybe it was another day. But Were you I... staring at like a Microsoft screensaver? Is that? Have you mistaken the world for a screen? No, <laughs> no, I haven't. But it was. I just think sunset orange is my favourite colour. That or the other one that I really like is I like green. My eyes are green, so I'm two percent of the uh, population. Apparently, your eyes aren't green. Yeah, they are. They're green. Look. No, they're brown. No, they're not yeah. brown. They're green. If I had a car that colour, I'd say. Take it back. Like, it's, not, it's not proper green. It's not good green. It is. What do you mean it's not good green? There's better greens. No, someone came up to me on the street the other day and went, God, you have green eyes. 
Yeah, um, but that that's not a compliment. That's it, just a fact. No, it wasn't. Just no, because I saw them. I saw them clock me as I was walking down the street, and they were. They, I saw them clock me, and they were, and they were going to say they were like, oh, they were sort of astounded, and they went, God, your eyes are just beautiful and green. I think that's because you're you. Like that I'm not sure not going around just pointing out green eyes to people. No, no, I'm no. not sure anything you've said is true. Yeah, it is true. When I was, I saw the, I saw you know I saw the clock this person a mile off. And literally, Marloff. You clocked them. I, I clocked them, Marloff. And I saw that they were like, he was looking at people's eyes, just going, Ugh, and then he clocked mine, and his whole face and situation and emotions changed. And he went, Well, wow. you've got green eyes. Let me have a look at them. You have got nice eyes. Yeah, there we go. But they're not, like, I wouldn't walk up to him a mile off. <laughs> But I've seen better eyes. Okay, if something was a mile off, yeah, and you would saw it a mile away in the distance, what would it be to have to amaze you? Like just like a, imagine like a giraffe in like <laughs> Leicester Square. I'd be like, fucking hell, what's that doing there? <laughs> then I'd climb up its neck and have a gaze in its eyes. But you don't want to piss a, a giraffe off. They're pretty what? lethal, you know. Oh, yeah, they, they'll they'll, uh, they'll swing their neck at you. Yeah, imagine getting headbutted by a giraffe. <laughs> yeah, the velocity as it comes down onto your skull. Did you know they're also the gayest animal in the animal kingdom? Really? They ninety four percent of of male giraffes have sex with other male giraffes. I think it's those little bits on the top of the red. Yeah, We're perfect as a yeah, little yeah, dick, yeah. Though, wouldn't it? <laughs> what as a butt plug? Yeah, you could. Yeah. <laughs> Two of them as well, so you make friends quicker. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate and sordid details of our lives. In the studio with us today, Brennan Reese. Hello, hello hey. people I've never met. Oh. From, from Manchester. From Manchester, so you might struggle understanding my voice. No, I'm from Manchester. Yeah, we got... I don't know where that's from. Yeah, he's from, uh, from Manchester. You sound like a deaf person from Manchester. <laughs> no, no, man, no, that would be... I'm not going to try Go on, do it. I, you want to though, don't you? A little bit. Go on, I'll give it a go. Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it would be if I was I was deaf. But Do you remember I, when you did you did in uh, on the tour you did <laughs> you did an impression of of a deaf person on stage. <laughs> I did. And the whole audience just went, ooh. Yeah, yeah. But what happened was, <laughs> yeah. We, we made, Francis said this joke. I was going, oh, Francis, Francis. And Francis went, are you deaf? And I went, no, this is what a deaf person would sound like. And went, that's really not funny. <laughs> They're one of the best people to offend as well, especially on a podcast, because they cannot listen to it. Oh, yeah. So if you're deaf and listening, shame. <laughs> I also did, um, the, I, I saw that Justin Bieber, right? Justin Bieber on... On Instagram and over social media, he posted a April Fool saying that Haley Baldwin or Haley Bieber, his wife, was pregnant. And what oh, happened, I thought she is pregnant. Didn't she? No, no, it was a whole, it was an April Fool's, a very good gag. And I did that, so I feel like Bieber copied me. Got but, me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I did that once as an April Fool's with um, with Eloise, uh, my girlfriend. I pretended that she was uh, she was pregnant last April Fool's, and the amount of hate that I got from people being like, "How dare you! Some of us can't have kids. Some of us little like that and this." And and I didn't thought I thought it was funny. Do you know, like when people get offended too easily? And you're like, "Chill out." It was a bit of a laugh. That was mm. just a clearly a joke, wasn't it? Yeah, but what? What? Surely something gets you offended if someone comes up to you and says something, or does something, or you see someone doing something. What offends you? Nothing really. I'm not really that but, bothered by it, like because it's like. There's too much rubbish in the world. So I just think, oh, just get on with it. Like, there's, there's things that are going to piss people off. But 
It's not good. And how can be, I mean, people, people are so precious now and like, you know, they feel like they've got a right not to be offended. Yeah, like, and just because you say you're offended doesn't mean you're right. No, exactly. Yeah. I think, do I get offended by, have I ever been offended? I don't think I've ever been offended. Would you be fa- offended if I said you had shit eyes? Yeah, I would. That would be anything that was. But also, I know that you're lying. So it, it doesn't <laughs> I know, I'm gazing into them. They're so beautiful. Hey, Brennan Reese, I was uh, checking up on a few things on you. Firstly, uh, you don't follow me on Instagram and I follow you. Well... Yeah, but I follow you in real life. No, you w- w- walking Just down the, the street. street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you don't follow How can me. You see right, that I'll do he it right now. Because I, I, I was on Instagram and I came across Brennan, Gr- Brennan Reese. Yeah, we didn't know, need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to follow you instantly. Oh, here we go. And you ready? Yeah, yeah. Do I get a notification when you do it? I don't know. It's a big moment. I don't. But then I click on. Brendan Reese's Instagram. So if you, all of you listeners want to go and follow it, go oh, and check it out. Your Instagram's really cool. Isn't it? Yeah, it's really cool. And it, and it says, Brendan Reese, blue tick, comedian, Mancunian, uncle. I'm an uncle. Are you an uncle? Wow. Yeah, they won't let me have kids of my own, so I've got to, got to look after my brother and sisters. Wow. <laughs> Loads of kids they've got. How many have they got? Like, oh, just they just keep flopping them out. Like my sister, she just got too many kids. That's the worst description I've ever heard of a pregnancy, flopping. <laughs> Literally, I think the last one just fell out. Like, it's, <laughs> she loves it. I don't know whether she loves having kids or loves sitting on willies. Like she, but she, she's a fan. She's a fan of it. <laughs> so you're Uncle Brennan. I'm Uncle Brennan, which sounds a bit creepy, doesn't it? If I'm like Uncle, Brennan. come and sit on Uncle Brennan's knee. <laughs> Not again. Yeah. Oh, I'm 15. Oh, mum, I don't want to go see Uncle Brennan. <laughs> oh, please. Do they all have um, Mancunian accents as well? Uh, yeah, apart from my. N- nieces who are my sister's kids because they live in Spain. Ah, oh, so Spanish accent. Yeah, my sister was in the circus. Really? For ages. Yeah, so she's ploughed through all them. Wait, hang- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you can't just skip over that. Yeah, yeah. So that's, in- I've always had a huge fantasy. So two things. I've always loved the circus. When I was a kid, I went to watch Cirque du Soleil and I was just amazed at how incredible this kind of circus was. Um, and then obviously I want to watch The Greatest Showman, probably one of the greatest movies ever made. And I was like, shit. I heard it was overrated. I think you need to watch more films. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go on a tangent. What films are better than The Greatest Showman? Like, Bring it on twos better than the, <laughs> the Great Showman. <laughs> Your mama's house is better than the Great Showman. Your mama's house is the shittest movie I have ever <laughs> seen. It's worse than the Nutty Professor Meet the Cops. <laughs> but you, but generally, like to decide your favourite films and presumably your favourite colour as well. You sort of scan Instagram, see what everyone else is saying they like, and then you say, okay, I like that. No, with the with the greatest showman, the reason why I like that is I was because everyone else likes it. No, <laughs> I was very hungover, and I went to the cinema, and uh, I went with my friend, and he said, "Oh, I don't really know if I can be bothered to go to the cinema." I said, "No, it's going to be great." And we got to there, bought our tickets to the greatest showman. As we bought them, there were only two seats left in the entire cinema, and they were yeah, it was meant to be, and they were two seats in the far right hand corner on the front row. So you're basically straining oh, those are on shit seats. terrible seats. Yeah, yeah you, you, and also I sat there and someone was eating a pret salad next to me. What Which sort of cinema? Like this is <laughs> this. You live in a different world to me because first of all, a packed cinema, and then a pret pret. Anyway, I only had a pret about a week ago for the first time. <laughs> a salad, never had one of them in the cinema. I remember when I was a kid, my mum used to make us sneak 
things in because the cinema the, the cinema's too expensive in it for like a bad hot dog so like we'd have to sneak in like a massive bag of monster munch or like do you know one of those little cartons of like sort of flat coca-cola what cola yeah like cola like panda cola oh panda yeah you're panda pops yeah and then if you were cool you'd turn it upside down and you'd bite the end off and you'd suck it through that bit was that cool not really no but i had a backwards cap on so <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so I went in, I went into the cinema, and uh, person was eating a salad next. Who to me. is this person? I well, I don't know who the person eating the salad was, but it I was, thought it was your friend. Who? No, I was with my friend. He was on the right hand side, and we we're both very hungover. But I have been to cinemas Lads. where you can order things to your seat. You've been to those, Brendan? No, <laughs> have you not? Where you? I've like- been to cinemas where there are no seats. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> this is such like just then when you said like you went to watch Cirque du Soleil as a kid. What? As a, it's expensive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I went, I went to watch Cirque du Soleil as a kid. But then I went to watch The Great Showman and I was in the two front row and I was like, God, this is not going to be good. Packed cinema, oh, lots of noise, people eating salad. And I watched this movie and it was honestly one of the greatest moments of my life. I was... What, the I, Greatest Showman? Life. Yeah, it was. the great, I think probably up there with the greatest moments of my life. The first greatest moment is when I intercepted the ball against Wellington College and scored the winning try. That was a great moment. Uh, another great moment was when um, I threw the javelin 54 metres and broke the school record at Summerfield's under 11s. Um, and the third I don't one- know what some of these words mean. You're so posh. <laughs> and, the third one, and the third one was when I watched The Greatest Showman. That was <laughs> Two sporting events and then Hugh Jackman in a red coat. Why wow. not? And honestly, when that moment in The Greatest Showman, when Hugh Jackman... What, you know, he realised that his time is up and then he wants to spend time with his family and Zac Efron comes sliding in and it's like, oh my God, they've done a role reversal. Now Zac Efron is the showman. That moment, wow. Did you not see it come in? No. No. That was, that was as good as a twist as Usual Suspects. <laughs> yeah, I think in about 20 years' time, people would be going, oh, that moment when Zac Efron puts on a red coat. I'll tell you what, talking about eyes... He's got fit Zac eyes. Efron. Yeah. Do you, I saw his, do you I went to see this movie last night of the, him in the new Ted Bundy movie. Was it good? Really good actually. I was uh I was expecting it to be like oh, quite a sort of gory horror whatever. Was it more like a musical But like, it was uh, almost <laughs> No, no, <laughs> Francis is obsessed no. with Ted Bundy. He's, no, I'm not. He's a fit and all, though, isn't he? No, I, 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 I watched. Like, kill me. I watched the documentary on Netflix, and then and then um, went to see this preview last night. And then he was like, "God, I just love Ten Bundy." Yeah, <laughs> he's got a Ten Bundy t-shirt another. on right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It, yeah, why it, are you wearing a Ted Bundy t-shirt? <laughs> I, I, I'm not wearing a t- Ted Bundy t-shirt. But I was going to say, it's actually a very good film, and um, it basically it's it's more like. Um, about the uh, sort of love story of uh, between him and and basically him deceiving his wife and stuff like that and it's quite you know it is it's actually good Kaya Scodelari isn't it I thought it was going to be the love story between Lily him Collins. and him and all the women uh, well no it doesn't really co- cover that uh, <laughs> until the end there's a bit like at the end when when it's kind of revealed that he is guilty because yeah. obviously they've tried to keep that jeopardy about whether he's actually guilty or not whilst he's fighting his convictions hey but were you gripped because we knew he was good it was like, good. No, no, like, no that's the thing was like, he? obviously we knew we, yeah. yeah of course he, 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 got, he got the electric chair yeah but look so did so did jesus in a sense yeah that was the old it's like an analog electric chair wasn't yeah it? yeah are you so, saying that are you saying that are you comparing jesus to ted bundy yeah yeah they ted, were both fit have you seen yeah. jesus's abs <laughs> I don't know what CrossFit session he was going to back in the day, but he was fit. Yeah, it's because he carried that cross. 
That's probably that's where CrossFit comes from. <laughs> that, is, that is that is. Are you CrossFit? Can you are you able to carry your cross up a hill to get crucified? Are you CrossFit? Yeah, that should be one of the events. At I'm going to tell CrossFit games. I'm going to tell Joel Domit because he hates Jesus. So, <laughs> but he loves CrossFit <laughs> and getting his dick out in the internet. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> I did. I watched that. Talking of movies, I watched. Do you ever watch The Passion of the Christ? No, because I know the story. Well, what happens in the end then? <laughs> dead. No, well, dead and then back back to life in two days. How do you know that? Well, I've I've read the book. <laughs> oh, you read the book? No, I haven't. That's a long book, in it. <laughs> we know. We. My brother became a Christian for a bit, and then he had enough after about four years and a divorce. So what? Like. So I used to go every so often just to have a look what was going on, and mm-hmm. so they'd give you like a snippet of the Bible, and it's just boring, isn't it? Like they need to zhuzh it up a bit now. No, listen, I think you're you're taking a wrong take of it because if you were good to look at the Bible, a talking snake, nakedness at the beginning, experience, death, de- deceit, loyalty, God. Best friends. Best friends. Falling out, kissing each other on the cheek. Chick cockerels. A big meal at the end. A big meal at the end. Um, what else is there? A, a flood. A flood. An With ark. An- animals. And an ark. It's a bit much in it for one book. A, a, a man walking in water. A man separating water. And people believe this, you know. Yeah. yeah. People a, think that. A, a plague. Twelve of them. 12 plagues. 12 plagues. Oh, God. I, it's bad enough, isn't it? Do you know when it gets to like September and wasps start freaking out because they're all dying? Imagine that, but 12 times on a big scale <laughs> yeah. in a toga. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, but Brennan, we, you know, we need to find out lots about you because I found out when I was on your Instagram. Uh, you're, yeah. he's, he's looking up your... Uh... Skirt. <laughs> I'm looking Kelly at appearances. Well, I'm looking oh, yeah. at your Ted Bundy T-shirt. The Brennan. So you, you, I clicked on you. You have a website, which is I do have a website. Yeah, which is really cool. I don't have a website. I feel like that's like a, when you kind of feel like you have a you have a website. Brennanreese.com. I did make it myself though. So. Did you not? No, I did. Did you? Yeah, you can do it. 
How, you had to, how did you do that? Do you know how to code? No. I just well, on. these days you don't need to. There's like websites yeah. in the yeah. way they just put it together for you. But I was, so your telly appearances are, so we, I clicked on the about page and you've done Live at the Apollo. Oh yeah, that was good. Comedy Central at the Comedy Store. Yeah. Survival of the Fittest. Well, that's gone now, isn't it? <laughs> it was like Love Island, but not good. <laughs> Survival of the Fittest? Yeah. Oh. So it's like boys v girls and then they all started fingering each other in <laughs> South Africa. Oh, God. It's what it's what Danny Dyer was on before Love Island. Yes, yeah, really? best thing that ever, she broke her arm on the first day. Best thing. Really, that ever so she to was her. on something before Love Island. It's made by the same. So she would never been on Love Island if she didn't bloody fall really? over. Yeah. Oh, what? And they said, "Look, look, it's fine. Don't do this one, but come back and on Love Island." Literally, what they said. She was crying her eyes out, but her arm was literally like her elbow was near a bloody. She like, what? What, sh- what happened to her arm? Shoulder. She, f- I think she fell over and. In some mud, and then tried to rip her arm out the mud, <gasps> and it, her arm stayed where it was. Oh, the body carried on. Oh my god! Oh my god! I bet her dad was fucking furious. <laughs> you fucking what? <laughs> yeah, I mean. So, Brendan, what were you doing on Survival of the Fittest? Though? So, I was doing the voiceover. Um, I was doing like the like Ian Sterling on Love Island. Yeah, I was basically like a diet Ian Sterling. Really? Why diet? Well, he's good, isn't he? Yeah, I was yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. I got a lot of hate. Really? Oh, well, no. it's because I'm not him. So uh, people being like, you're not Ian Sterling. And I was like, I know. I'm Brendan Race. Is that, what, com. Is that <laughs> what happens? Is that, <laughs> does that happen to you in the street as well? Or? Yeah, they're like, who are you? I'm like, at Brendan Race on Instagram. Do you know? Dot com. Dot com. As they, <laughs> as they walk off. Does that happen? So was, is that quite a, I suppose, and I, I suppose that was sort of teed up to be a very big show. Yeah, it, well, it did really well, actually. Did it? But they, Oh, maybe I'm not allowed to say this, but I'll put it in anyway. I mean, we'll figure out. So... It was, it was coming back because I think it was like the second highest show on ITV2. So I think it got like seven viewers. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the producers, so it was all ready to go ahead. And then the producers wanted Gay Love Island. Uh, no, I'm joking. They, they wanted uh. Gay Love Island in like three months, which is a quick time. To, they did want Gay Love Island. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They wanted it but made in three months, which is quite quick to turn around a show. And the producers went, we can't, we can't do that. Like, we can't make it that quick. And they went, right, well, if you're not having that, you're not having survival of the fittest, and took it off them. Really? So now there's no show. They wanted to create a gay love island. Yeah. But, so, so they'd have a heterosexual love island, and then they would have a gay love island. Because they, they don't have any gay couples on the, the normal one, obviously. So. No, because, like, I would just couple up if there's, like... Yeah. To feed Because uh, the, they'd I, all have to be... I, I, gay, I guess. I, I, I remember. So, so, it'd be, but so it would be, they have boys and girls? But it'd be more bisexual. It would be a more bisexual. Yeah, bisexual Love Island. I think they wanted all men or all women. I don't know. Now tell me, Brennan. So I want to. So if you, if you were, if you were you, just a young lad from from Manchester, <laughs> and you know, sisters joined the circus. You know, did she run away to join the circus, or was it? No, nah, she she got a public transport. Oh, right. <laughs> I always want to find out about because we skipped over that. But you were in Manchester, sisters in the circus, brothers a Christian, and Love Island give you a call. Yeah. Would you say hell yeah? I think I'd have to like I'd have to be given some time. What gay Love Island? <laughs> Why not? You need those followers, don't you? I'll do anything for a blue tick. Uh, <laughs> I think you'd need a bit of time to get into shape because some of those guys... Yeah, how do they do that? Do you know the ones with no necks? Yeah. And GCSEs. Like, they're ridiculous. (laughs) So, 
as I'm getting a little bit older, I've started to get these new little tits, which I don't want anymore. Do you drink soy milk? No. Oh, that's... If, if you had, then that might have been... What? It. Do you get tits from drinking soy yeah. milk? Really? Yeah, yeah, because it's an estrogen mimicker. <gasps> oh. It's an estrogen that's... Gary Lineker. <laughs> so I think I need to get... You want to look fit, wouldn't you? If I'm walking around in Speedos all day, I'd want a six-pack, not... Yeah, but Tits. I feel like under that very under that denim jacket and that mustard colour shirt, I feel like you've got a good body. I haven't. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a facade. <laughs> you wear a medium, don't you? If you start to get a little paunch. I look two months pregnant. That's what I'd say. Um, so <laughs> you don't. Know. You look two months pregnant. Yeah, I like Posh Spice just as she was about to have a baby. Just a little little bump. <laughs> and. So I'd need time to go to the gym. I'd have to go Christian camp, do my CrossFit, and then get big. And then get some shit tattoos as well. That's all I want. Do you have tattoos? I've got one bad... Well, it's fine. I've got one on my ankle. Oh, oh, what is it? What it's is just it? like a cross, but not a Christian one. It's like a, like an X, like a thick Oh, X. a swastika. It's a swastika without the extra little <laughs> bits. It's like a half-done swastika. So I'm basically just... I'm half half of one. Uh, no, I'm not. Um, so it's... It basically looks like a little thick, bold X. But people now think it's because I'm a fan of Ed Sheeran, because that's his album cover. Uh, and it's not. <laughs> do you have to explain that? Do you have to go, do you have to shout to people, it's BrendanReese.com and I'm not a fan of Ed Sheeran. Yeah, and people are like, what are you doing here? Put some pants on. Like, it's just me in a fucking public place. Because you've got a few tattoos, don't you? I've got a few tattoos. Are there any that you would re- regret? Yeah, I think I regret most of them. Can I have a yeah. look? Yeah, so I've got... So I've got... One says adventure on my wrist, on my left-hand wrist. Great, just, just as a reminder. Yeah, yeah, one says lost boy here, and uh, it was me, proud-looking Francis, who lived together, and... Uh, what? We lived Wait, together. Wait, no, no. I heard the name Francis, and I heard you. What was the middle name? <laughs> Proudlock. Right, that's not a name, is it? <laughs> yeah. Proudlock? Yeah, Proudlock. That sounds like a, a door company. <laughs> What is that name? Who's he? I'm, I'm not having that. That is not his name. Ollie Proudlock. Oh, his surname's Proudlock. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fine. Oh, we, yeah. We only call people. I only call people by their surname. Oh, I thought he was called. Like I thought, is he from medieval times? <laughs> Sir Proudlock. <laughs> Proudlock. But we lived together. He's not poor, is he? Ah, uh, he went. To, well, he went to Eton College. Oh, a piece of shit then, isn't he? No, I don't. <laughs> Is that where they all wank over biscuits? Exactly yeah. there. I thought that was Randley. <laughs> but I have, so we have Lost Boy on my arm here. And when me, Ollie Proudlock and Francis lived together, we decided to go and get this gang of tattoos. Well, I never decided. To, you guys wanted to get a tattoo. Well, we all thought we were going to get a tattoo together. So we turned up to get these tattoos and we both got it. And uh, I got it, Ollie Proudlock got it and Francis didn't get his done. Well, no, because I was never going to get a tattoo. <laughs> he was just never going to get a tattoo. What font is that? Uh, it's actually, it's actually his writing. It's Ollie, yeah. it's Ollie Proudlock's writing. The whole point, the whole point, the whole. Point, <laughs> is he missing fingers? <laughs> what is, that is that is it's terrible. Terrible, right? The whole. Did he do it if his left hand. The <laughs> whole point yeah. was is that I was, uh, I was meant to write his, and he was meant to write oh, mine. So romantic. Yeah. That was the whole point. And I, he wrote mine, and I was like, oh, I'm not too sure. And then, <laughs> and I then wrote his, and he was like, hell, fucking no, it looks like a four year old. And I was like, but that's the thing we got to do. So I had already tattooed his writing on me and then he was like I'm not doing your one I'm just going to do mine I was like no that's the whole point so I got his writing on my arm and he then has his own writing on his arm and then he covered up with a wolf anyway so he doesn't even, so I'm the only one left with a lost boy on my arm oh mate 
Don't worry about it. That's why Probably I got more. The best. Have you ever seen that show, Just Tattoo of Us? Yeah. Just the, the Tattoo where, of where Us. Where they yeah. like, that's a really like irresponsible show, I think. I think it's brilliant. I, I but love like, it. But like actually Oh, it's classic. Ridiculous. Where they get to, you get to put your, a tattoo on your friend and they get to put one on you. Have you ever seen the one Have you not on the seen person's it? belly button? With the bum oh, hole. The bum yeah, it's a woman yeah. bent over and the belly button's the bum hole. No. My favourite bit of TV. The, the worst one I've ever seen on Just the Two of Us, which Charlotte Crosby, a good friend of the podcast and a good friend of mine hosts, um, MTV, she, they're two guys, it's a girl and a guy, and they're going out and they're sort of arguing and the girl goes and gets a tattoo. So she puts the tattoo on him, so you get to choose what tattoo you put and where you want to put it. He puts it on her, which is his, the football team that he hates. It's like the Celtics, and he's like a Rangers fan. And, and he's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and he's, like, he's livid. And, and, he, and he, goes, he goes, don't worry, I think I've got you worse. <laughs> and you're like, what can be worse than putting a Celtic tattoo on a Rangers fan's butt? And she pulls off her tattoo, and hers is on her butt as well. And it's suitcases, and he goes, "Yeah, you're just baggage. You're dumped," <gasps> and walks out. <laughs> oh my oh. god, that is brilliant! And it's like, <laughs> my god, he calls her baggage and says, "I've packed your bags. They're at my house now. Get up!" <laughs> yeah. It's the most brutal oh bit of television god. I've ever seen. Not even that funny, but it was. But mean, we're watching it, aren't we? God, because we're sadistic. Do you know where your tattoo? Do you know when you get it lasered off? Do you know where your tattoo goes? Do you know where it goes out your body? No, where? <laughs> what are you talking about? So when you get it tattooed off, it actually goes into your body, through your system, and then you poo it out. Really? Honest to God. It's one of the few facts I know in life. Have you had something lasered off? No, or? I just watched QI once. Oh, wow. So, yeah. wait, so, so if I, so I, but I wouldn't poo out Lost Boy. Well, maybe not in that. It might be different letters. might just be all mixed up. It might not be the perfect. You poo on Lost Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I love how pleased you were. He was like a naughty kid that you. you do he like. has this sort of. <laughs> he has that. this sort of tick when he when he knows he's about to say something hilarious. He starts. To, he says it and then coils backwards with <laughs> laughter. No, because I don't want to like shout into the mic like I afterwards. do. Afterwards, <laughs> oh, God, my ears. So I've also got small on my arm up here. I then got a a tattoo. Of Why do you have small on your arm? I don't know, I just quite like small things. So I decided to get that. Then I have Peter Pan. Small, what kind of small things? Just, sm- I think people who are small are quite fun. I think they're funnier than... What, midgets? <laughs> <laughs> you own a midget, don't you? <laughs> no. You've bought a midget. <laughs> I just like small people, because I think I'm... We're quite Small little. people, small... What, children? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like small people. And I got small there, and then I've got... On my arm, back of my arm, I've got a palm tree in the back of my arm, and then I've got a teddy bear here, and then what is that thing? Oh. It's a teddy bear with a balloon. Then I got a a feather. Then I've got a, a compass on my back, and then I've got live a little there. Then I got another live palm a little, tree. just live a little. A compass on your back is the worst place for it. You can never see where you're going. Yeah, and also yeah, exactly. I don't know where I'm going. That's the whole point of it. Just, oh. and, and weirdly, actually, that's convenient. Charlotte Crosby has exactly the same one. <gasps> really? How weird thing. is that? You guys are. Yeah, tattoo sisters. But anyway, Brendan, <laughs> I want to know. So when Survival of the Fittest came along, yeah, how uh, what happens with that phone call? What so they say, right? We want you to be on it, and you're like, you want me to be on the show? And they're like, no, we want you to be the voiceover. Yeah, they were like, do you want to be on the show? And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And they went, well, you're not fit enough, <laughs> but your voice sounds all right, doesn't it? <laughs> well, what I had to do, I had to go in for a meeting 
as you do. And then they went, right, can you say some of the things that they, like, write some bits that they would have on Love Island? So you write your little voiceover. Your jokes. And then they went, can you go and record it now? And it was at ITV, so I was like, right, I've got half an hour. So I went in then... Do you record it while you're watching it? And they give you some clips, and then you write them all out. So I was recording it on my laptop. Is it quite hard, that though, the pressure to kind of be funny and to make it sort of entertaining and all those different things? That's pressure, right? Yeah, well, it is if you, like, because... It's made every day, and then you have to write sort of like an hour's worth of... Well, not an hour's worth of stuff, but you see, look for an hour's worth of material, and then you've got a writer on, and they didn't put the right one. They put this old man who... His references were terrible. <laughs> he was like, let's do a joke about Nigel Havers. I'm like, who the fuck's that? Who's he? He had a joke, right? This is how dated he was. He goes, let's do a joke where I say, the future's bright, the future's orange. And I said, what? Like, Orange Phone Company? He went, yeah. And I went, it's been EE for about 12 years. This is ITV2. I don't know what you're writing for here. So after three days, the producers, they took me to one side and they said, we've put the wrong person for you. And I said, yeah, I thought so. Because we're in South Africa. And he went, do you want us to send him home? And I said, are you asking me whether you want him to get fired? I said, he's got kids. Leave him here. So we just wrote separate. It was a bit tough because you can't say whatever you want. That's the thing. Oh, really? Why not? Just because like they, it was the first series, so they didn't want to slag people off. But it's very hard when everyone's got the worst drawn on eyebrows ever. Oh, so every time you're watching this material and you see someone with like two sad smiles above their eyes, you go, they, they're awful. So you're writing all this stuff and they're like, you can't keep saying she's bright orange. And you're like, but she is. She's sunset orange she was. And it's just, it, it was good fun, but it was hard work. Because it's a lot of work as well. And being in that booth and doing those kind of things, it's, it's not, it's, it, is it fun work or is it, tiring work or when you finished it you probably like the end product but doing it it's probably a bit intense do you know what like there were some days where you go oh, I'm a bit knackered but where I grew up I grew up in a place called Ashton Underline which is oh I know terrible it was I on know. The Secret Millionaire that's how bad it is I, <laughs> I know it well yeah <laughs> yeah what's your favourite place at Ashton oh oh um Crail Street that's not <laughs> that's it's got two syllables in Crail <laughs> Um, what was the secret millionaire that happened there? Well, it's just because it's so poor that a guy pops up, doesn't he, and then starts sending out 10 grand to people that can't afford to pay their electricity bill. <laughs> so when I was out in South Africa, I was like, it's tiring, but I'd never get to be... Like, we lived on safari for five weeks, and it was... Like, there was just monkeys running around, bloody giraffes, rhinos. I just thought, I'd never get to do this. So I Wait, so it. you were for, for six weeks? Uh, yeah. yeah that's but that's interesting because you, so you grew up there in Manchester. And mm. what, what were you like as a kid, though? Were you a funny kid? Were you the joker? Were you the outsider? What kind of group did you fit into? I was sort of a bit of a... Sh- at home, I was a show-off because there's youngest. I mean, mum, she's very supportive, probably too supportive. Just like, let me get away with anything. And then at school, I was probably a bit of a weird kid. Like, do you like, know those how- kids who had like a, a flame shirt? <laughs> Wait, oh, what flames flame, coming up? Yeah, flames yeah, yeah. coming up. I had twisted spikes. What twisted, are twisted spikes? You know, like oh, when you your gel hair. your hair. Oh, yeah. You get gel from the chemist. Frosted you, tips. Yeah, frosted tips. And I just looked a bit like I wanted to be you American. Look like, you look like Wade Robson in the Wade Robson project. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, not Wade Robson when he was 12. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was just crying a lot. So, <laughs> But I could do a great moonwalk out of a bedroom. <laughs> So I was just a bit weird because everyone else was like chavs. And I had a, do you know like when people used to wear like 
uh, chains on the pants. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went B and Q. I saved up three pound forty. I bought a car you, park chain. I look ridiculous. You got like a motorbike. Well, chain. I just thought get a bigger one. Prove, prove I'm really into the cause. How heavy was that on your leg? It was dead heavy. Like. I looked like I hadn't needed a built-up shoe. And was like, it attached was, to your wallet or something? Or? It was attached to my um, animal wallet. <laughs> yeah, it was. Was it, vel- was it a Velcro one? Velcro one, yeah. What did I have in there? <laughs> Nothing. I had a I had a solo card <laughs> from the Abbey National. <laughs> did you have one of those wristbands that you flicked on? And things yeah. like- <laughs> yes, of course I did. I had one of them. I had some big hem- headphones like I was in Bomb Funk MCs, like Freestyler. I wanted dreadlocks. Don't know why. I carried a skateboard. Did I ever ride it? Of course I didn't. Yeah, I was that guy. <laughs> but then what happened? So then you, but did you always think that, look, were you one of those kids who thought, right, I'm better than this. I need to escape this. I can get out of here. I, I, I have sort of visions of me doing so much more. Because a lot of the people that I've spoken to, you know, I'm friends with people like Laura Jackson, who's yeah. a TV show, really lovely girl. And actually, I spoke to Henry Holland the other day, and uh, all from the North. And they always say that when you live in the North, you're sort of, at school, your aspirations aren't really driven into. You're told that you can go and be the local bus driver. Yeah, or yeah. you can go and do this and that. <clears throat> and so how did you get the vision of, right, I want to go to London, I want to get into comedy, I want to go and do this? Well, you just want it, like, because you can't, I just couldn't stay there. I, I love going back. I love seeing my family, but you just see like nothing's changed. There's still a wimpy in Ashton. You know, my family but, used to own Wimpy Burger. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we uh, we what? Yeah, we started with Vitties and owned Wimpy Burger. What? How old is Wimpy Burger? Uh, I don't know. We had it in the eighties. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, yeah. I've I've probably funded your education. The amount of burgers I bought from there. <laughs> No. I, uh, yeah, so they had a wimpy burger in there. No way. Yeah, and then at Vitti's as well. <laughs> yeah. I love them. I know. We don't, have it any, we don't have it anymore, though, which is a shame. But you had, so you had a wimpy. Because it's doing really well, wimpy. <laughs> no, but all, all it is the, an Ashton. <laughs> but you had, uh, so it was, they had some wimpy. So you were like, I just want to escape from here. I want to move and get something different. I want to get out of that. Yeah, I just didn't want to be, I didn't want to be a bin man. I didn't want to join the army. I didn't want to you know, go and work as a plumber and I've got nothing against those things I just felt a bit more creative and I loved mucking about I loved watching like you know stand up comedy videos and stuff like that so then when I got to like a teenager I did like I went to like college and did like acting and then went to drama school and I was like oh my god these are sort of my people and then you realise acts are balance. Yeah, um. yeah, but you got introduced to creativity, right? Where it was like the dramatic arts and things like that, and you knew that there were other options in life, right? Yeah. Like, I had a good teacher at, at secondary school. I went to an all-boys school where you had to be good at, like, two things, like running or punching people in the face. And I was good at none of them. Um, so my English teacher knew that I was sort of into, like, books and like drama and stuff so she used to bring in plays and bits like that so like I was like oh she's amazing I once wrote a Christmas card about three years ago thanking her oh really? that's oh. so yeah. sweet she didn't reply bitch <laughs> <laughs> right Brandon on that note uh, we have to have the question of the week so Francis what is the question of the week This is a, a, a question about Manchester. Mm. So, in the Manchester Town Hall, 
Yeah. What is the painting above the door of? This sounds like you're making this up. <laughs> it sounds like you were picking you're, words you're, out of a hat. You're like, <laughs> in Manchester, in the town hall. No, no. <laughs> so, in Manchester's magnificent town hall. <laughs> Just picked out another word. It's like Scrabble. What? <laughs> what is shown on the ceiling above the main entrance? Uh, okay, Brendan, what, you're the guest. What do you pick? Obviously, the answer question. So, I've, I've been in there before because they have the Christmas markets out there. So I you thought you might have. You, you, you nip in for a wee for free. <laughs> um, a little tip for any you Mancunians up there. Yeah. So, on the ceiling of the main entrance. Yeah, we we. <laughs> I love how he just comes back in with extra <laughs> information that we already know. But okay, how, more specific. That, that it's not, how is that going to help us? Even more. Oh, wait, the, the, the main room? Uh, well, oh, no. sorry, I was thinking of the pantry. <laughs> um, I reckon, if it's Manchester, maybe like a mosaic of someone like Liam Gallagher had put in Bez. <laughs> something like that. Is that what it is? Have I nailed it? Okay. Is that your final answer? Yeah, that's going to be... I, I'm, I, I, bet, I bet my house on it. <laughs> All right, Jamie. I think it's going to be a mosaic of um, Zeus. Why mo- mosaic? Because it's in Manchester. Just because it's <laughs> like, if it's Manchester, it's probably been smashed up. <laughs> okay, it's going to be a painting. It's going to be an oil painting Ooh. of Zeus. An oil painting on the ceiling. Yeah, it's going to be an oil painting. <laughs> it's going to be an oil. Not, not a fresco. Uh, it's, going to be a, it's going to be an alfresco. Uh, alfresco. It's Isn't get- that eating outside? Yeah. Do you mean oh, a okay. fresco? <laughs> it's going to be a fresco on the ceiling, and it's going to be Zeus touching Cupid's finger. I'm glad you said finger. <laughs> <laughs> Zeus touching Cupid's finger. Yeah. Sounds creepy that when you say it out loud, doesn't it? What's he doing touching that little boy's finger? <laughs> you dress as Wade Robson when you were kids. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. We got my diary. Well, the answer will be in part two. Be in part two. Here's time for my diary. Wednesday. Now I think I'm a fashionable guy. Most people think that I have good fashion sense. Some people even stop me in the street and say, Hey, I like your style. Which I reply, thanks. It's from, then I say, some cool clothing store. But then they reply, I meant your actual style, just the way you hold yourself. It's great. Thanks, I say. I get that a lot too. Anyway, my style is cool, and I've spoken about this before, but I wear girls' clothes occasionally. This Wednesday, I needed a new top to film in, and I thought, well, instead of buying any top, I would spend a little money and buy something fabulous. I headed into Harrods, into the girls' section, of course, and found a lovely number. Honestly, if you are a guy listening, go and buy a girl's shirt. They fit, feel, look, and think better than guy's shirts. (laughs) The shirts think? Yeah, yeah, they do. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I bet if they're from Harrods, I'd want them to do everything. It's posh there. I picked out the shirt which the assistant described as a blouse and took it to the changing room while passing some gold tracksuit bottoms which looked great so I picked those. As I started trying on the girls' top and bottoms the door swung open to reveal a group of teenagers wanting to use the girls' dressing room to find me standing there acting a little bit like Bruce Jenner. <laughs> Jimmy Savile in the gold tracksuit. <laughs> My only response was would you mind that I camped up to the max don't disturb a diva while they are trying clothes on. Never disturb a diva. <laughs> I bet you like a Janet Jackson backing dancer in those gold pants. <laughs> Just I feel like we should wear girls' clothes more. 
I used to wear. Do you know when skinny jeans weren't as like popular? Mm. I used to wear girls' skinny jeans, really? but they don't have a bit for your knob. <laughs> yes, so you and they have a really small zip. They have a small zip, and you basically just have to tuck your balls and knob under. <laughs> it just doesn't look great, and also the zips on the wrong side. But I used to wear these. Yeah, my legs would go blue. I know. I. I. One of my apparently it does uh, cut off blood to your uh, gonads. Yeah. One of my most hate- cause infertility. One wow. of one of my <laughs> well, one of my most hated fashion senses is when someone who who is, who wears really 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 tight uh, trousers, but they they have really like guys do it and they have really big legs, yeah. and it looks like you've sort of squeezed sausages. It looks in, like a kebab. Yeah, do you know yeah. when it's on the stick? Well, and they yeah. and, no, and they, well, those those sorts of jeans are often found wearing. They also wear like no socks and those cuttlefish shoes. You know, the shoes that look like cuttlefish. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, they're, they're often sort of they're, they're the, like sort of boohoo man. Pe- uh, Campaigns like right? a wicker crook. Yeah, yeah. But I, I often think you know the boohoo men, um, or the boohoo women in the girls' campaigns probably wouldn't have very much time for the boohoo men. <laughs> well, they they wouldn't. They'd... I don't think they'd hang out. They wouldn't fraternise. Do you no. not think they would fancy each other? No, I don't think so. I think a boohoo man looks like someone who's like a like a confident person who used to shop at Giacomo. <laughs> Right, everyone, that is the end of part one of Private Parts. But in part two, we're going to have uh, Francis Diary, the answer to the question of the week, and, of course, more of Brennan Reese. See you, part two. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.